you know the vibes. <laughs> Are you back? <laughs> Are oh, you? I'm back. Oh, okay, you back. back. <laughs> I'm back. We in San Francisco. We here getting ready for game number five, the NBA Finals. You're listening to the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K22. My Rootsy, BJ Armstrong in the building. Game five. What you got? What you got for me, Mo? What you got? Crucial. Oh, it's crucial. Crucial. Okay. Every game is crucial. How come it's crucial? Because apparently 82% of teams that win game five go on to win a series. And I don't know if it's actually 82. I just made it on. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's somewhere around there. Eight times out of ten. Okay. Having said that, Milwaukee won game five against Boston, didn't they? And then Boston won game six. And so seven. I guess that 18%. There we go. <laughs> Whatever it is, that one time in 10 or two times in 10 uh, okay. came through. Now, that series there, game six, which was the crucial one for Boston, Jason Tatum dropped 46 points. Now, we did a little film breakdown for the guys at home. If they're watching Sky Sports, they might get a little insight into that. But we did a little film breakdown on Jason Tatum and his play so far this series. And we discussed some of the things that the Warriors have been doing to slow him down and what he needs to do to unlock the scoring of the basketball because he hasn't hit 30 points yet in the series, which he did multiple times in the playoffs in every series so far. So, BJ, I want you to share with the fans at home and the listeners what you're seeing from Jason Tatum and why the Warriors have been able to contain him scoring-wise. Well, you know, every, every round presents, you know, that you are in the playoffs will present a new problem. And as you advance, every team gets better and better, especially on the defensive end. And when you're playing an elite defensive team like the Golden State Warriors, they're going to take away something. And you can, and it doesn't matter if you're the best player in the league or a specialist. Whatever weakness you have in your game individually and collectively as a group will be exposed. Now, the thing that you see with Jason Tatum is he has yet in this series to break loose. So far. In the first four games, he hasn't. And it's highly unlikely at this stage that he will break. You know, break, you know you, it's highly unlikely. Now, is it possible? Absolutely. But it's highly unlikely, you know. Uh, there's three games left of this series. I think one of them he has, he has to, surely. I'll say it again. It's highly unlikely. Well, what, why do you think it's highly unlikely? Because now it's not like the coaches are going to put in a new system. They're not going to put in a new play. You know, very rarely will you even have a practice during the NBA Finals due to travel. I mean, you and I, we, we haven't played, and you and I are barely keeping our eyes open right now going from Boston let alone these guys are playing 40 minutes a night, the stress of the game, da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. But what he can do is he, can he be impactful in a way that will impact the game and not have to rely on a scoring. So I think the key to these last three games is the following. How impactful can you be to the game and to winning without relying on scoring? Because scoring's not going to win this game. You say, well, what about Steph Curry? Well, okay, it's possible to have a, 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 a game like that. But shooting 50% from three, 40-point game, on the road, so that, that's, that's, that's interesting, not happening. Though, that, that you mentioned the 40% from three 
50% from three. Tatum's had a good series shooting the three-point shot. It's inside the paint where he's really struggled. His finishing at the rim has been the worst that it's been probably I've seen throughout his career. Statistically, it's the worst he's ever performed in the playoffs in terms of finishing at the basket, finishing in the paint. Why do you think that is? Given that the Warriors, traditionally, if you look at it with just a very basic perspective, they don't have a big shot. They don't have a Rob Williams in the paint, but they're doing a great job of collectively closing up that paint area using multiple bodies. Well, we love to, we love to highlight percentages to justify our views. Why, aren't, why, why is he not shooting well? One, if you're a right-handed player, in order for you to shoot a consistent percentage, okay, meaning it doesn't matter who you're playing against, me, you, Rudy Gobert, <laughs> doesn't matter. You have to be able to finish with your left hand. Yeah, yeah, that's like basketball one-on-one. Okay. I haven't seen Jason Tatum finish with his left hand <laughs> in four games. Maybe he will in game five. Maybe he has that, but he hasn't used it yet. Okay. Come on, Drew Hanlon. Okay. So that's the first thing. Second, as we're watching the game, it's obvious that every time he's on the perimeter, the Warriors, which do an exceptional job, they always shrink the court. The help is coming. And they've taken away Jason Tatum's right hand. That's his dominant hand. Jason Tatum, when he drives, he drives hard right. Yep. In this series, he's driving hard left. And it's clear to me that the Warriors have said, do not give up on the play. That's called playing defense from behind. Yes, that's okay. how everyone should play defense. That's how everyone should, but everyone doesn't. So when he does drive hard left, you just keep coming, and your job is to make sure that he can't, once he gets to the basket, lay it up with his right hand. Okay. Okay. So now they've taken that away from him, and then we wonder why he's not finishing well. Well, you don't have to be a shot blocker. They do have a shot blocker, but Draymond Green is an excellent rim protector. Why? Is because he's always in the help position. He, you know, he takes charges, but more importantly, he always contests, knowing very well that you don't, you're not going to shoot it with your right hand. So I'm coming to help, and all I got to do is make sure that I can, you, you know, that you don't lay it up with your left hand. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's an easy look. So that's why he's not. That's why he's not shooting a high percentage. So how does he get back to being able to finish with his right? Okay, you have to you have to respect the game. The game has to dictate to you what you need to do. So what does he need to do? If he's going to drive hard left and not finish with this left, that's going to force him to do something and get back to the fundamentals of the game. So what do you do? If you drive left, you pass left. Mm-hmm. You, if two guys are on you, somebody's open. Yes. So there you go. Now, the Warriors, the war, the Warriors have clearly made it clear that they're not going to help off the corner three, no. which is going to force because Jason. They've, they've seen Grant Williams and these guys kill Milwaukee. With okay, those Al Horford, Grant Williams, these better. guys. So now that means that Jason Tatum is going to have to drive left under control and either shoot the pull-up like you see mm-hmm. Steph do, right? Mm-hmm. Snake dribble. A little floater in the middle. Double step back. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he has that in his game. I'm assuming that his trainer works on the double step back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he works on a lot of steps. Or he's going to come to a two-foot jump stop and pass over the top of the defense. 
Those are his and, three and options. When he tried to pass over the defense a lot of times in the last game, the Warriors okay. picked him off. So that, that's okay. Or if he's not comfortable doing that, move the ball. Now, I, I've been telling you this, and I'll say it again. Ball movement, player movement. Trust your offense. Yes. If he, so. can, if he, can, if he doesn't have the, the skill set yet to do those things, then he has to move the ball and trust the fact that the ball – is capable of getting to the open space before the defense can. Yeah. And that's what he has to that's what they have to do. So the Celtics had a horrible fourth quarter. Tatum couldn't get anything going, Smart couldn't get anything going, and Jalen Brown couldn't get anything going. And I saw something interesting this week, um, you know, just after the last game, is Jalen Brown before his first two fouls is playing extraordinary basketball. The numbers are insane. After his first two fouls have been picked up, he really struggles. And whatever the numbers say is whatever, but you can notice it, right, when you watch the game. Jalen Brown, we always talk about Jason Tatum starting off slow. Jalen Brown usually starts off really hot, and then he kind of fades as the game goes on. Well, that's what we've seen in the last one and, and a few other games. Why is it that there is such a distinction between his second foul and the drop in play? And is that something you've noticed also? I, I haven't noticed, but, you know, he, he, he plays hard. You know, Jason and Jalen Brown is a player that has to play through his mistakes. You know, he, you, you got to give him three to five mistakes. Yeah. That in, in doing the game. With, yeah. with the fouls, is it a case of his rhythm is being interrupted because if you commit two fouls early, they kind of pull him from the game and then his rhythm's thrown off when he comes back in? Or why do you think that is? Well, he... he you know, I, I really don't know why he, you know, is not playing well. You know, it's not like, you know, to me it's not noticeable. Um, but I think what he, what he, what I have seen is that he floats. Sometimes he will float during the course of the game. Explain what you mean by float. Float means, you know, he, he, will, he may go three or four or five minutes without touching the ball on the offensive end. And then – he has to – then he will manufacture things. You know, the, the, the biggest thing with, with, the, with the Celtics is the following. When you're a lead guard, right, I, I was a lead guard. My job was to make sure that the best players always got the ball. I mean, and I, and I can't do that just from assists, you know. There are some players who are that gifted, right? You know, you look at Chris Paul, you know, or you look at – Stockton you know, Stockton or Magic Johnson or Jason Kidd or those type of players where they can do that and manufacture an assist. Mm-hmm. But it was, I wasn't that good, so mm-hmm. I had to make sure that I got those guys the ball where they wanted it yeah. and where they needed it. Now, again, because I'm – that's the one position that I understand, Marcus Smart has to make sure that Jalen Brown – always knows he's getting the ball and not go through stretches. And the same with Tatum as well, because we see both of them have plays yeah, and, where and, 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 but, they'll, but, like, take it in turns and the other one just stands to in the corner. So, you know, like, listen, this series is going to come down to, to really a couple of things. One, who's going who's gonna to have the best defense here? And then who can dictate the flow of the game? Okay, I, I, you know, you and I off-air, but let's bring our off-air conversation to on-air. Jason, I mean, Marcus Smart, as I told you at the start of this series, is the key Mm -hmm. to them winning. Why? Because he is the one 
that can dictate the flow of the game. He's going to have to make sure that those guys get touches, that those guys don't go through, they have four, five, six minutes not touching the ball, and that they can feel comfortable enough making decisions because they know and they trust the offense. Mm -hmm. So if Jalen Brown, when he comes out early, and then he feels he has to do something. You know, it's it's like he's 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 young. You know, he, he he's like a young player. He's not like an older player where you say, okay, I'm not getting the ball in the second quarter. I'll be patient enough because I know it's going to come back to me. Yeah, he he's not trusting the offense like that. Yeah, yet. he wants to go get it. He wants to go get it. So when I see Marcus Smart playing well, the team will play well because Marcus Smart is the lead guard on this team. And then when there's a huge drop-off from Marcus Smart to Derek White. Derek White is not a lead guard. No, he offers valuable things to the team, but But as a point guard... And and Derek White... I mean, it's interesting watching... They really don't have a point guard. There's really not a point guard in this series. I think Marcus Smart has done a good job at point guard since he stepped into the role, but he's not a true... No, Marcus Smart is a lead guard. He's not a point guard. He's a lead guard. Well, he's been playing the point guard position since the trade. Yeah, yeah, but... Okay. I will will give you pushback on this. This league today is a a league where you play... It's positionless basketball. Mm -hmm. There are no more point guards in the NBA. Because and the reason there aren't is because you can't be a point guard in its truest sense is because everyone has to score at that position. If you can't score at that position, it's impossible to play that position. Do you now. consider Chris Paul a true point guard? Chris Paul has the ability to be a point guard. And Rondo. Rondo has Rondo has the ability, but Rondo can't play thirty plus minutes. Not anymore. Why? Because he can't score. These guys, these guys score too many points now. You can't when Chris, if Steph Curry has forty, you got to have twenty. Yeah, to yeah, we spoke it. about this in the last. Yeah, you you have to all. You can't. Uh, you, you, okay, at one point the point guard position, point guards didn't score. You mm-hmm. ran the team. You controlled the tempo. You got the ball to the scores. And if you scored 10, 12 points, you were like, wow. If you scored twenty points, you're like, oh man, this dude is unbelievable. Now. Steph Curry, who is the point guard, mm-hmm. right, on paper, yeah. he gets 40 and 26 shots. Yeah. That's not a point guard. That's some type of lead guard. I don't know what it is, point but it's guard. a yeah, – but th- so now that's what that position requires. And if you're not scoring whoever he's guarding, then it will offset the game because of – especially because of the three-point shooting. Yeah. You have to offset it now. So – when you when I look at this, I'm going okay. They're playing without a true point guard, the Celtics. And and as I watch them, I'm going okay. Now it makes sense why they're up and down. They're up and down because they don't have a person who's coming into the game going, "Hey, Jalen, I'm gonna make sure I get you going tonight." Yeah. Now he doesn't have to go search for a shot. Yeah. Jason, I'm gonna make sure I get you the ball. Yeah, because they then they go through stretches of great self creation and stretches of there you go nothingness. There you go. So those guys have to score, they have to create, and they have to take shot tough shots. When the shot clock goes now, they're great at it, but that's a lot of responsibility, especially for young players. 
Yeah. It would be nice for someone to play screen role. Who who do you look at then in the NBA right now as as in fitting that point guard? If like if you could put in any player right now into that Celtics team to come in and be their point guard, who is the kind of player I, I, well, in a modern NBA that but you, you would look for? You 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 can't just put anyone there because they have the essential the essential ingredient that you need to win. They're the number one defensive team in the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking on offense completely hypothetically. Yeah, if you would, wanted a player, which I wouldn't change. Player? I wouldn't change how they play. I, Marcus just has to. Marcus just has to continue to grow into that into that position. That's it. Okay. Like you, you if you, he's the defensive player of the year. Yes. So it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. So 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 who you gonna put in there? I mean, you, yeah. Who who you, you put in there? No, I, I didn't want to change it. That's what That's I was what saying. Like it, so. No. I want to keep talking about Marcus Smart here because we were doing a breakdown of the defense and the different types of defense they've shown Steph Curry. You know, and it's obvious if they trap him, then it, it lets Draymond Green. Everyone talks about why Draymond's been struggling in this, but really because they're giving single coverage to Steph Curry, Draymond thrives when he's got the four on three. He can play off the short roll, which means when two defenders go to Steph Curry and Steph passes it to Draymond, then he can go and distribute for his teammates or look score. So they've not done much of that. They've done the drop coverage, which hasn't worked because if you drop below the three-point line, Steph's going to shoot it. And then a few possessions on the drop coverage where it hasn't been too much of a drop. They played at the level of the screen, so they're on the big man, stays on the three-point line to at least contest Steph or contain him until the guard or the wing guarding Steph recovers. Or the switch. The switch works quite well, one through four. The switch works quite well, but that's why Golden State is targeting at the bigs. What do you make of all these different defenses? And do you think we'll see the Celtics trying to trap Steph at any points during this game, or are they going to stick with their strategy that has been going and won them two games at the NBA Finals so far? I don't see anything wrong with the strategy that they have. What I, I like it. What I the thing that I see is that the players. The, I mean, you don't want to say it, but you got to say it. The, the players have been a little lackadaisical. To say the least, very getting over the top of the screens, like there's just no way other way to say it. Like we can sit here and drop. No, they're not doing a drop coverage. They're making sure that Steph Curry doesn't have a direct line to the basket. They're there to support, and the big thing is the the, Player the guards Steph. have to fight over the top. They gotta now, get through those screens. There's only one player that I've seen that, that does it consistently. You know who it is, and that's Marcus Smart, mm-hmm. Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They have to be attentive to details. Here's mm-hmm. a detail: Steph Curry. Every time you make a mistake on a player like him, you're going to pay for it. Yes, and and we can say drop coverage. No, their job is to get over the top of that screen and play defense from behind, just like we said what the Warriors' plan is when Jason Tatum drives to his left. You keep coming. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I looked at the tape today. Yes. Jason Tatum didn't do that. (laughs) Derek White didn't do that. No, they were soft on going through those screens. Well, they weren't soft. Either they went underneath or they got trapped in the screen. They they weren't soft. They were just – they relaxed. They were very lackadaisical on the game plan, which is get over the screen and then we'll play from there. That's, yeah. that's, that's, now, if they do that consistently, they'll be fine. If 
you can't get over a Bielitsa screen. <laughs> if you, if you, they've taken away Draymond. So Draymond's not screening up there. Yeah, Why? Because Marcus Smart. Because Marcus Smart, Smart is on him, and he'll switch on. So if step. you can't figure out how to get over a, a loony screen, they're, they're going to use whoever is. Otto Porter, whoever they're going to use, whoever Al Horford or it doesn't matter who it doesn't matter. I don't don't care if it's you out there. They have to get over the screen. Mm. It's not like it was me. I'll just come here flagrant. It's not like Steph Curry is going to drive to the basket consistently. This isn't like Kyrie Irving. Mm. So what are we? What are you talking? Like it's like these aren't these are just non-negotiable things. Gentlemen, we're playing against Steph Curry. What does he do? Troops. Okay, your job is to get over the screen. Yeah. If you get over the screen and he makes that, we'll live with that. Mm-hmm. When you go under the screen and you lay on the screen yeah. and you're not here when he passes in and relocates, that's the responsibility of the player. Yeah. Bo, we can pull out the tape. I wish we had it here. You can see clearly they have a, a, over half of those screens – they yeah. did not do a good job on it. You guys can check. Um, I'll try to put it on the Hoop Genius YouTube channel. You, you should can, be able you to get, see it. You, you can see it for yourself. Or now, check it on Sky Sports. In spite of all of those things we're saying, they still had a chance to win. Yes. And so this begs the question, there's three games remaining. Do you think Steph Curry is going to have three more performances like that? Because He's going to have the, to have the three. The Warriors there, need there, there's those no, there's no, to win. What's the choice? What's the other choice? Who else is going? Who else is going to well, give the other him that choice? Effort? Is lose the game? Okay then. Well, he's got to do what he's got to do. When you when you get to this point, you do what you got to do. How likely do you see that happening? Hey, hey, same likely I saw in Game Four. Mm-hmm. He, hey, Steph Curry is Steph Curry is capable of shooting seven to fourteen again from yeah. three. But Steph Curry is t- is capable of having a forty point game again. Yeah. It's not like you know. It's not like they got forty from him. Forty. From, Steph Curry can get forty, and everybody else can fill in the gaps, and they can win the game. He's capable. That's what he's a great player. He's going to get forty. But are they going to do the right thing? And get it over the screen. Yeah. If they get over the screen, they're going to win the game. Yeah, because he might not get forty, and if he does, it'll be on a worse efficiency. It, be if he, if they get over the if Jason Tatum. Gets over the screen. Jalen Brown, Derek White get over. Marcus Smart, I have complete confidence. He's going to get over the screen. They'll be fine. If he doesn't or they don't get over the screen, let me tell you something. They're dead in the water. It's, it's, uh, you, you know, it's, not, it's not that Steph Curry is going to make every shot. Maybe he does. Maybe he but, goes cold. Maybe Jason maybe he does. finds his left hand. Or gets but back someone, to his right. these are these are very correctable problems that they know they can do. They, they they're going to have to do it because the Warriors have figured out something they can't do well. I haven't seen Jason Tatum yet throw a left-handed hook pass over the top of the defense. I've seen him throw plenty with his right, but with his left, yeah. it remains to be seen. Okay, and there you go. There we go. Uh, see, I want to ask BJ for a prediction, but we all know he ain't going to well, give Well, I'm not giving you a prediction. I, I'm going to be looking. Look, I don't know. Who do you think is going to win game five? I'm going to assume that they're going to see the same thing that you and I are seeing. 
and correct it. I'm going to assume so that. So you're going to assume. I, I told you at the beginning of the series. Who did I tell you at the beginning of the series? You said the Boston Celtics. There you go then. So, so you so, think so, the Boston Celtics uh, win game I five. told you who I thought was going to win the hear, series. I just want an answer. But right now, you. I told you at the beginning of the series who I thought was going to win. Okay, All of these okay. game four, game this, five, this, doesn't really matter to me. This game five, who do you think is going to win? The Boston Celtics. There we go. Who do I think is going to win game six? The Boston Celtics. Who do I think is going to win game seven? The Bo- I think the Celtics so, so are going six. to win the series. I hope. I pray. Now, why do I think they're going to win? I just think they're the best team, and they have the most versatility mm-hmm. to make all of the changes. However, however, it will be obvious to me and all the other people watching the game, are they going to actually do it? And stop turning the ball over. Yeah, well, that's a. I'm gonna let you worry about that. If they're getting stops, I'm okay with that because they're going to turn it over. They've been doing that all year. They're not going to stop today well, or well, tomorrow. Well, they've had games in the playoffs. Any game they've had less than 16 turnovers, they've won. They, they had less game, than 16 last no, game. Yeah, 15. Okay, okay so that's any, what I'm saying. So any game less than 15. All, that, that doesn't one. matter. What matters is can they? They could have had. They could have won that game by just game stops. No, just fighting over the screen. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe Tatum or Brown or Smart hitting a shot in the final three minutes of the game. No, no, that no, would have no, been great, I, too. Missing shots. Here's the thing about – here's the thing about <laughs> – it's so hard for me to, like, sit here and say missing shots. Okay. If you, sh- if you live by the jump shot, there's also a chance you might miss those shots. Yes. Okay. Steph Curry is going to make some of them. He's going to miss some of them. Yes. Okay. And when he makes them, yay. And when he misses them, we just didn't have it tonight. Under no circumstances am I going to be in the NBA Finals and I forget that I'm guarding Steph Curry and go under a screen. Yeah. You don't deserve to win. No. (laughs) I don't get it. If I do everything right and Mo makes the shot, you know what I do? Good shot, Mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I go under the screen and you make the shot, I deserve to lose the game. Yes. So the question becomes the following. Are the Boston Celtics going to abide by the rules of the game and do what's necessary to win the game? Mm. I mean, be attention to detail, be attentive, and more importantly, play together as a group. Because the Warriors, when Bielitsa's in the game, they all do what, Mo? Force Tatum to his left. When Steph Curry or Jordan Poole is guarding Jason Tatum, Mo, what do they do? They're sending him left. So that's, that's called that's called being attentive. That's called going to the abiding by the, unit. The, 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 the. Now, if Jason Tatum make a shot going to his left, well done. What's Steve Kerr gonna say? Hey guys, great defense, better offense. offense. <laughs> now I can live with that. You hear it. But when you see what I saw on that tape, yep. So I, I hope everyone watching this is watching the game on Sky so they yeah, can see the tape. So, yeah, so and if, if there's not enough time in the Sky show, it will be on the YouTube then, but, because it was a great, now, great little breakdown. What you, what you want me to say? You deserve to win because you got to play a hero ball and make a, a, a lucky mm. shot in the fourth quarter? Mo, that's not how this works. No. When you do, one, as they always say, one good pass begets another. So if you do things right in the first quarter – you, do think you might do something right in the second quarter, and it might go to the third quarter. But if you're not doing it right in the first quarter, mm-hmm. you're not going to do it right in the second quarter, and then you got to make these tough shots because you're down 
But that all started in the first quarter. So all I'm asking in the first five minutes, let me see if you're willing to do what every player must bring to the game. Effort mm. and energy. Yes. And if, and if the Celtics bring that, yeah. I have no doubt. Because they have more options. Yeah. But if they don't do that, Mo, uh-huh. I'm going to be watching you up there ah. screaming. I'm going to be watching the fans ah. going crazy. Ah. You know, you and then I, all I'm going to say is, okay, they got another game to try to figure it out. I, now, I want to see them come out and put the lid on the basket. No, no. I don't care how much they score. If, just come out there and don't let All the I want to see them do is force the Warriors. Force the Warriors to do everything right. That's championship caliber basketball. Now, here's what here's the thing no one's talk about. You know, I listen to the shows and the pundits and everything. The Warriors, when necessary in this series, in game two and game four, they took the game to a place where the Boston Celtics have yet to match. They played at a championship caliber level. Yeah. Okay, game two. Must win for Golden State because they were down 1-0 at home. They, they took the game there and they won. Yeah, they just Game four. This was, to me, game four was the game where a championship caliber team is saying, you know what, I got a chance now to wrap this thing up. Yeah. That's what a champion does. Taking a 3-1 lead. That's what a a champion. There's blood in the water. Mm -hmm. And you go there and you say, you know what, I got to do what a champion does. That means – I got to touch every line. I got to box out. We're going to build every loose pool. I, I got to value the possessions of the ball. I got to make sure that we have less than eight, ten turnovers. If I'm the point guard, I'm going to try to have a game where I don't have – because I, I have to get a shot up. I'm not saying we're going to make the shot, but at yeah. least you get up a shot. I'm going to make sure that we are sharp. Mm. Now, Mo, that's what, it, that's what the Warriors did. Yep. The Warriors were sharp. They moved the ball. They got the ball to their best player, and they said, we're going to live with our best player or we're going to lose with our best player. We, go, we got a defensive plan. We're going to live by our game plan, and we all believe that this game plan will work if we can execute it. They did that. That's what a champion does. Now, I would hope that the Boston Celtics would learn that lesson, Mo, Same. and play at a championship level. You understand? Yeah. Not the playoffs but a championship level because that's the type of effort it's going to take for them to win this series. Yes. And do you know what else is on a championship level? <laughs> the Hoop Genius Podcast. That's right. Well, I was going to say the listeners of the Hoop Genius Podcast. <laughs> they, and, of course, the, the real people. champions. The Absolutely. real champions out here. We appreciate all of you guys. Game 5 is going to be a big one. I can't wait. I'm stressed. What are you stressed about? What, what are you stressed? About doing this podcast tomorrow if the Celtics lose. What, what are you stressed about? You should be stressed if you see your guys land on screens. Exactly. You should be stressed if your guys are going exactly. under screens. Exactly. You should be stressed yes. if they're having unforced turnovers in I, game that's, five. That's why I'm stressed. Because that's what is going to happen. But anyway, what else is going to happen is the people listening to this are going to hit subscribe, follow, leave us five stars on Spotify, leave a nice review on the Apple podcast. They're watching on YouTube, subscribe, comment, and like, and all of that. And the most important thing they're going to do until tomorrow's episode is get buckets.